from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Deirdre Phelan, Chief Operating Officer of Recovery at Home Ireland, whose mission is to develop and deliver an integrated approach to healthcare, linking primary, secondary, and where necessary, tertiary care, resulting in better patient outcomes at substantially lower costs. By providing excellent nurse-led health and social care, they're helping to reduce unnecessary hospital admissions or readmissions and deliver high quality care to even the most complex care requirements outside of the acute hospital setting. Thank you so much for joining me today on AIBF Business Talk, Deirdre. Deirdre, I'd love to know more about the work that you do with Recovery at Home Ireland because you're really serving a demographic that could be any one of us or could touch any of our lives. Share with us, please, and our listeners today the wonderful work and service that you're providing. So thank you very much, uh, Elaine. Appreciate the intro there. Um, so yeah, basically, Recovery at Home Ireland are a, um, a healthcare provider within within the the, the national um, health service within within Ireland. So basically, our population is everybody and anybody that comes into our service that's referred into our service. Um, ultimately, an awful lot of the work that we do is community based. Uh, so we have nurses that are out in the community that um, go into patients' homes in order to, uh, I guess, administer some IV antibiotics, IV therapy do dressings, you know, um, take blood work from them. Um, and this obviously helps the hospitals then in terms of their bed capacities in managing these patients within their home rather than having them admitted into a hospital bed. So the health services is, is benefiting greatly from from the service as well as the patients loving it because they're actually being managed in their own home, they're comfortable in their own home, you know, they have their own bed to get into at night time and they have their own people around them. So I think this has been particularly evident, you know, particularly over the last two years since since we've had the pandemic hit, you know, people just want to be at home. They don't want to be anywhere but around their own, you know. So this certainly has, has, um, has had a massive impact from that point of view. And I think one thing that uh, we're all accustomed to hearing on the news and whatnot is that, you know, the length of waiting lists and the amount of people on trolleys and the need to free up hospital beds. So I can just see, you know, from a post-recovery perspective, from, you know, an operation or whatever, sometimes you might not actually need to be tied or constrained to a hospital environment. It might just need to be that support. Exactly. And you see, that's an awful lot. That's the ethos, I guess, of, of the, the, the service that we provide is that, you know, an awful lot of the, the, the patients that are, are within our service are very stable from a medical point of view or a surgical point of view. And the only reason essentially they are being kept in the hospital is for them to have IV antibiotics or an IV therapy. And really up until, you know, um, the last maybe decade or so, that, that option just wasn't available to them. So this is a, it, it's a fantastic, I guess, evolution in terms of of, um, the service quality and the service um, uh, demand that's out there for patients and hospitals too as well, because it is a link that that goes between one and the other. Um, And we have great feedback from the patients, the relatives, the hospital consultants too as well, uh, which, which is all fantastic. 
Now, and I can imagine too as well, I suppose, for relatives that are anxious to get their, you know, their loved ones home into their home sure. environment where we know that probably they're most comfortable and would probably, you know, speed up the recovery as well. It's, I suppose, an element of comfort as well, knowing that that specialist care and, and help is, is forthcoming as well. Exactly. Well, you see, with the, we, we, we uh, the nursing staff that we have are, you know, they're, they're all uh, very well qualified, very well experienced. Um, we also have a medical team that are part of our um, part of our, our team as well and, and we would have close links always with the hospital staff and where we're, we would be in daily contact with them in relation to a particular patient that is referred out from a specific hospital into our care um, so there is that two-way I guess conversation in terms of management of the patient mm-hmm. um, and is very much a, a holistic approach in terms of it's everybody involved it's not that they're not our patient really as such they're still the patient uh, of of whichever consultant is in the hospital but it's just we're managing them in the community so if somebody um you know how does somebody get in touch or find out about your services so that is a potential you know that is a patient and that is within is it that they're referred to by the hsc or is it the fact that they do their own research and find out about you and and approach so, it, that I mean, way? It, it, it can be both really to be honest with you elaine so an awful lot of our patients are referred to us by through the hospitals within the hsc service and and essentially they get they get referred into our service but we do also have the capacity um, and have had um the private patients who have actually contacted us directly as well um and our website is is readily available on on um online it's recovery at home ireland.ie so like from that point of view they can like patients are are, are the population, should I say, can actually um, just have a look and and book a service. It's it's um, it's it's pretty much as simple as that. It's it's kind of the way the way things are gone now with an awful lot of of services, whether they're healthcare or any other any other service, you know. No, very good. And look, you know, just I suppose it's not just the aged population either. I think that's an important no. point as well, isn't it? It's not just Absolutely. about the elderly or, or of that age. No. Not at all. I mean, because for the most part, an awful lot of the patients that do end up um, needing an IV therapy, for instance, or, you know, a dressing change or, you know, just a management of their of their blood work. um, An awful lot of those patients are, for the most part, you know, within the kind of the 30 to you know 60 70 age group but we have had younger as well you know what i mean and and that's just down to disease process you know um uh, and 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 that's basically the way that works and Deirdre, how did the idea come to fruition to actually you know for recovery at home ireland to be born so there's obviously a so need there how did that come to the fore so, I mean, an awful lot. We've heard for decades over the years, you know, on, on between media, you know, both traditional media, social media about, you know, the, the backlog that is in that is in, in health services across the world, not just in Ireland. So this is this is um, it's an ongoing kind of a global issue, really. Um, and an awful lot of it is down to the fact that there's there's, there's many hospitals that have many beds, but um, unfortunately not enough you know um so in order to kind of get 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 around how that can be managed you know and how the right patients uh, can get the right care within the environment that's suitable for them um, and some patients yes granted um they do need an acute hospital bed um for the length of time that they need it for but there are other patients that that um can be managed in the community so i guess it was about uh, thinking outside the box and 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 seeing 
how best to manage these patients, but yet give them the, the, the care um, and the treatment that they needed in order for them to get well again um, and to be able to function independently. And tell me, um, Deirdre, how has the business grown since it first started up? Because I can just imagine it really hit a sweet spot. There was a, there was a need there, a requirement there. So I think everybody hit the ground running. Everybody hit the ground running. Yeah, I mean, certainly, I mean, the, this type of service has been within the Irish market now for quite some time, you know, um, and, and so from, from the point of view of, of everybody knows what it is needs need, needs to be done within the community of IV um, IV therapies um, and and yeah I mean it is you do hit the ground running and, and it's literally you, you get a referral for a patient one day they're on your service the next day or that evening potentially too as well um, so we have like the most amazing staff um, that just you know at, at, at a moment's notice um, are, are able to go to a patient's home and, and deliver the and administer the medications that the patient needs um, in order for them to, to, to get well again. And can I ask Deirdre, have you staff all over Ireland or is it kind of located around the Dublin area for now? We we have enough, most of our staff are based in the East Coast. We have, um, but obviously we're evolving all the time and we're growing. And I mean, um, the, the, the demand for the service is has, has grown exponentially, certainly in the last in the last couple of years you know and that is that is down to obviously the obvious of the pandemic that hit and obviously trying to maintain people um and, and maintain their care in the community rather than at home rather than in the hospital should i say um so yeah i mean we have staff um that are, are able to cover all over the country uh, but most of our staff are based in the east coast and so we we manage basically um the whole the whole it's a national role role that we always we always right. have so there's plenty of scope for more growth i think is, is what i'm hearing yeah, absolutely there's always that yeah and can i ask just because you know we, we've been hearing a lot about you know labor shortages and the difficulty in recruiting right. staff in certain industries and i know that the healthcare sector would have been one as well how have you found Not that sure. Yeah, I mean, look at um, it's always difficult getting um, getting staff. But I mean, we've been we've been incredibly lucky with with the staff that we have. We've been incredibly lucky with the staff that we've been able to recruit, and and you know, is still recruiting. I mean, recruitment seems to seems to be an ongoing thing. But I don't think that's any different for any industry really. You're always you're always looking for uh, for growth and 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 where you can where you can feel somebody and 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 have have patients cared for. I so what definitely recruitment is is an ongoing thing and and yeah there's been times when it has been difficult but i mean at the moment we've been just so lucky so lucky and one of those industries that i think is you know will, will always be there and always have a requirement and, and is growing as well absolutely and i mean i come from a nursing background myself so you know i i'm over 25 26 27 years qualified now i can't believe i'm saying that but <laughs> um you know so i mean i i i'm well aware of um the challenges um as well as as well as the rewards that are involved mm -hmm. in in nursing particularly mm -hmm. at ground level uh so i mean it's it, it's um it's a fantastic vocation you know what i mean and profession to be involved and, in. and that's that's what it is literally is a vocation Deirdre as chief operating officer within the company what do you see as the biggest challenges um for your growth 
Um, you know, the, the, the challenges are, are basically down to, um, I, I guess an awful lot of it would be down to just the, the infrastructure and, and the, the knowledge and then the awareness of the, of the service really. Um, and just, uh, like it, it, it's getting, getting people aware of the fact that we are, um, uh, a company or a healthcare provider that can provide healthcare to, into a patient's home. Um, so an awful lot of it is just down to just the awareness of that really more so than anything else. I mean, there's, there's the, the challenges are no different from any kind of healthcare setting, you know, um, in the sense that you're, you're always trying to, to maintain a level of excellence that, you know, to ensure that the patient is receiving um, exemplary care, um, you know, and that is, you know, it certainly is an ongoing thing. But I mean, from from our point of view, it is it is definitely it's 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 about just the awareness of the service. And as an awful lot of people. Don't know it. And as one of the valued members of the business all star tribe and community of companies, you know, you've proven yourselves through you know that you're trustworthy or customer centric mm. you know and that that you're performing really well but just come back to the customer centricity um side which i think is is very good the feedback that you've been receiving from patients themselves who are literally the crux behind it oh. has been magnificent Oh, listen, absolutely outstanding. I mean, patients just love the service because, you know, it allows them to get on with their lives and we basically al al allow them to do that too as well. We're, we work around them in terms of what it is their day-to-day -day activities are. Um, you know, I mean, there, there, there's, 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 even as we speak, there's patients that are on our service that are at, back at work, but obviously need um, a level of medical care, you know, and, and they just have such freedom in been able to go about their normal day-to-day -day activities as well as have this service um, as part of their day and they're thrilled absolutely thrilled to um, to have that freedom you know and to have the quality of care that they actually need you know and I'm sure I'm here myself thinking like I know my father's going for a hip operation but if my mother wasn't at home you know it's exactly the type of service you, you'd like to know is there to rely on but I'm sure there's so many of our listeners here today that are saying at home do you know what like if only i had known or maybe they can see something coming down the road with a family member that knowing that Indeed. hang on here this sense of of ease that maybe you're putting people's you know minds to know that hang on here there are options out there for home care Ah, uh, there are of course, there are of course, absolutely. And I mean, and like I said to you earlier on, that that is just the challenge is that you know an awful lot of the population don't know that this service is available. Um, and you know, I mean, and and it is an, a fantastic service for both the, the healthcare um, provide, you know, the, the the hospital that is actually sending the patient out into our care, as well as the patients and their families. You know, because obviously there is there is the 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 benefit for the hospital in in releasing that bed to somebody who, who who really really needs it um and obviously been able to get through the likes of waiting lists and 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 etc which are which are always a big um uh, a big thing for for hospitals and then the patients themselves just you know they utterly love the 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 freedom of it and maybe if we just look at the numbers for a minute, um, Deirdre, how many patients would you have in your care at any one time? So it it varies and, and obviously it fluctuates up and down depending on the time of the year. So winter time, spring time, you know, summertime, autumn time. So it kind of it goes up and down in ripples, no different from the any, uh, the health service traditionally anyway. Um, like at the moment, currently, we, we, we have 30, between 30 and 40 patients on our books today. 
Mm -hmm. So, you know, and some of those patients are receiving treatment three times a day. Some of those patients are receiving treatment twice a day. Some of those patients are receiving treatment once a day. So like it is, it is, um, you know, there's, there's a huge amount of involvement from, I mean, we're, we're, we're inviting ourselves into those patients' homes, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that is now our workplace. Um, you know, so there, there's, there's an awful lot of involvement personally into that patient's Absolutely. Uh, and then on the other side, there has to be a lot of a huge amount of trust placed in your service you know and in your staff which comes from the consultant and you know the, the medical team that actually are over the discharge from the hospital absolutely i mean and there, there is an assessment process that is that is um gone through in order to deem a, and approve a patient suitable for the service um so that that is obviously part of the the, the clinical governance aspect of the services that you know a patient is is deemed suitable for the service in order for them to actually be referred out to us in the first place Deirdre, what's next for Recovery at Home Ireland? I can see maybe this huge, you know, scope for growth and expansion, but maybe what's on, what's on your plans? So there's an awful lot of plans um, that are that are down the line for sure. I mean, um, there's there's uh, plans for um, a clinic that's going to be based here in Dublin, certainly, and that's going to be um, rolling out hopefully relatively soon. Um, and that will allow us to have um, doctors on site and nurses on site, um, and we'll be able to do an element of of um, rehab. We're planning on doing uh, also. So some infusion therapies there as well. So to have a kind of a, a bespoke option for the service for patients, um, you know, at the moment. And certainly, I mean, that that will be at the moment will be within the Dublin um, and Greater Dublin area. Um, so that that's certainly the the the. The, the newest thing that's coming on board for 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 launching within the Recovery at Home Ireland team. Brilliant. Sounds sounds exciting, especially to have a physical location as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and look, you know what? I think an awful lot of it is is that there is there is a huge amount of scope in terms of what what we're able to provide, and I don't think we've really we've really um, bitten into it hugely. Um, and and I think there is far more scope for us to be able to provide a service that would hit a wider audience, even you know, in terms of in terms of patients, and and thereby would would really improve the health. Um, of the population um, and, and maintain that at home style care for them. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's obviously something that's really important in terms of the ethos and the mission of the company is, is to have that all encompassing um, ethos and, and mindset when it comes to the patient. Well, I can give you some upfront research now that your service would definitely be highly in demand down the south and down the west coast where, where, I'm, where I'm coming from, you know, I'm sure as I said earlier, there's many of our listeners here that can really, I suppose, resonate with where you're coming Aye. from, the service that you, that you provide and how it can make maybe life so much easier. And just offer that bit of peace of mind as well. You know, when the last thing we want to be worrying about is can we look after ourselves medically getting out of a hospital and do we have to be taking up that hospital bed for longer than what we need? Indeed, indeed. And look at it. And again, an awful lot of it is really about, you know, uh, treating the patient in the comfort of their home, you know, and, and I mean, it's it's um, 
that that old saying of there's, there's there's nowhere like it you know there's nowhere like home you know so and 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 it's just it's a privilege for us to be able to actually go into a patient's home and care for them in this capacity within their home um because it means so much to everybody and i know as well you know from listening you know i won't say debate the doll but from conversations around you know our health system and all of that how healthcare community development is a huge thing as well what are your thoughts on how we're doing there yeah, well, you know what? There's an awful lot. I mean, primary care is the buzzword that's kind of going around in in all kinds of circles, you know. And primary care is where it kind of is all happening uh, in terms of trying to maintain a, um, an admission avoidance. So it, the whole point of it is to make sure that the patient doesn't end up going into hospital in the first place, unless absolutely necessary, um, you know. And the hospital setting then is their their secondary. So like primary care is is all about the GPs, it's all about in the community. So it's about having those services within those spheres so as that the patient can be managed and can be maintained in their own home, um, you know, unless unless otherwise, you know what I mean, um, validated. Um, so like my opinion on primary care is is the way it's all going to happen. And, and, and I kind of feel that because there's such a reliance on the hospital beds for acute you know, um, acute care. And obviously acute care cannot be managed um, in the community or the primary care setting. But there's an awful lot of, of chronic issues that, that can be managed in, 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 the, in, in the community setting. So I guess that's where the majority of, of patients that, you know, statistics would tell you are taken up hospital beds is yeah. the chronic patients who, you know, um, they're just, they're, they're not able to be managed at home, but just purely because it's, the services aren't there. And I think, you know, the old Irish saying, you need Tim Tom or the Hinton Fane, you know, there's no place like home. And it's really, rings, your whole business model rings through on that ethos, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, and and primary care in general would, would kind of, you know, resonate with that, you know, um, and, and the business model that we've always kind of operated on is, is you know, have maintaining patients in their home in, in as much as we can, we can do within our capability. And, and certainly that would be true for, you know, the, the 99% of our patients that come out into our care. Um, you know, and that's, that's a phenomenal, you know, statistic to be able to say, you know, is that we are able to maintain that at that level um you know so i mean that, that's that that's, itself, that's very reassuring to hear that you know god forbid if any of us do get sick or whatever we don't necessarily have to be in hospital for as long as what we thought we we once had so there's a real yeah, and, and 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 you see if you do get sick there is that acute phase you know what i mean the the, the that acute couple of days or a couple of hours or whatever that that uh, everybody would need and then mm. there's that phase where you're kind of you're just on the up you know you're on the upward trend in terms of improving but mm -hmm. you do need a little bit more support and um, mm -hmm. medical support and 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 that support is through our service you know in in in, in what we provide teacher for anyone listening um in today can you just please share with us how maybe they get in touch with you or find out more about your services so our service, we we like I said to you, we have a website uh, called Recovery at Home um, Ireland. Um, we also have a phone number, which is um, uh, 0818 So I'll repeat that. That's 0818 And that gives a direct line into our um, our office here. And, and there's numerous people here that will be able to take a call. 
Deirdre, exciting things to come, especially with the opening of the new clinic. Um, hopefully we can make the opening of it. I think now that we're all back out and more mobile than we once were, I'm sure there'll be a grand opening as business all-stars and valued members of the tribe will be delighted to be there to support you. And I can see fantastic things coming. Deirdre, thank you so much for joining me today on AIBF Business Talk. A pleasure, Elaine. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.